Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Hello there and you're very welcome to the programme. Well, songwriter Brendan Graham has contributed so much to the canon of great Irish songs, including Rock and Roll Kids, Isle of Hope, Isle of Tears, The Voice and of course You Raise Me Up. His songs have been brought worldwide by Aretha Franklin, Josh Groban, Westlife and Elaine Page. He's celebrating in the National Concert Hall later this month with two concerts featuring a host of talented singers and musicians and the National Symphony Orchestra. And today he's invited some of those musicians here into our Studio 8. Sean Kane is here, Kathy Jordan's here, Ema Quinn, Roisin O'Reilly. Tenor Anthony Kearns will sing You Raise Me Up and Paul Harrington and China McGettingham will perform Rock and Roll Kids, a song that has served them well for 30 years now. We also have Fergal Murray on piano and Dennis Carey on accordion. It's going to be a lovely hour of music, so stay with us. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts about anything featured on the show. You can text 51551. You can email miriam at rt.ie. You can tweet at Miriam O'Cal. And you can also find me on Instagram at instmiriam. And remember, you can always listen back to our show on the RT radio app. Brendan Graham, good morning to you. Morning, Miriam. Delighted it's, to be here. It's great to see you looking so well, surrounded today by friends and collaborators. Before we get into some of the fabulous music, give our listeners a quick reminder of where it all began for you. You didn't start off as a songwriter. It started with dumpling soup. Excellent. In a Chinese restaurant in Harleston. I was, had uh, left Ireland like many young people in the 60s. I didn't have much money, so dinners were dumpling soup because there was eating and drinking on it. <laughs> And uh, the Beatles were big, and I loved Eleanor Rigby, but I, I loved the the character of Father Mackenzie, and I thought the Beatles did him down, and he should have had a song on his own. So one night I scribbled out on a red serviette a lyric to an alter ego of Father Mackenzie called Father Dickens, sent it back to Tommy Swarbrick and Mullingar, who was writing songs with Joe Dolan and the Drifters, forgot about it, went to Australia, and then about a year later, uh, this album arrived, Johnny McAvoy's With an Eye to Your Ear. And there was Father Dickens in between the Beatles, here, there and everywhere, and Leonard Cohen. And I thought, I've it made now. <laughs> but that changed when I got the first cheque from Shaft Free Music in London, which was for £1, one and fivepence. So I thought, <laughs> if I can't do better than that, I better throw in the songwriting. So then I got day jobs, real jobs. And came back to Ireland and uh, I didn't know much about the Eurovision in Australia. Saw it on a television up on an electrical shop in the street in Ballinasloe and thought, well, maybe I should try and write a song for that. That was fine. And then I was made redundant at the age of 48. So these two guys here, Paul and Charlie, saved my bacon (laughs) because the great songman in the sky sent this little conversation in a kitchen called Rock and Roll Kids. And these two guys on their own, without any bing-bang-a-bangs or orchestras, um, just swept the boards as Eurovision 
30 years ago yeah. and we're still talking. <laughs> and they are beside you, of course, yeah. Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan. You're going to perform it, which is brilliant in a moment. Absolutely. But Brendan, when you say you just wrote that song, like how long did it take you to write that song? And where did you get the inspiration for that? I got the inspiration from a Fats Domino concert in the National Stadium because uh, people went there after work and they were all in their suits and dresses. And Fats was boogie in the piano and uh, kneeing it across the stage. And people began to get up and dance. And I thought, beneath all, whatever they're wearing, whatever the jobs, they're all rock and roll kids. So there was a guy beside me, and I borrowed his gold pen, and I had a little purple entrance ticket, and I wrote the title, Rock and Roll Kids, down on it. And then just worked on the song. Originally, I had seven verses in it, but I soon learned seven verses wasn't going anywhere, so (laughs) cut cut it back. You live in beautiful Mayo. Does that inspire you? It does, but I can, I can write anywhere, and I've written Christmas songs in Tenerife and in Dublin. But yeah, I opened the half door of the house, which looks over Loch Mask, when I'm working at night, and to let in the spirits of the night. And it's a good place. I am affected by landscape and history. So yes, probably Mayo is my best spot. And you're still writing songs. They can't get rid of me, the songs, so they, they it just comes and whatever comes I try and, but I've loads of unfinished stuff, like boxes and boxes of unfinished stuff, which in inverted commas, someday I'll get to. So Charlie and Paul are about to sing this now. Charlie McGettick and Paul Harrington, thank you very much for being here today. Pleasure. 30 years on, and I was listening to you in rehearsal, it sounds exactly the same. We're going to listen to Rock and Roll Kids. It's still such a great song. Charlie McGettigan, Paul Harrington, thank you so much for that. Pleasure. Paul, you almost didn't record that song. Isn't that true? 100%. I was on my way to meet Brendan uh, to tell him that I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it, that I wasn't going to participate in the, the National Song Contest. And as I look at his face now, this may be the first time he ever heard this. But uh, no, I'm just Nothing kidding. surprises me with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth of the matter is, I, 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 at, at that time I was doing my own thing. I had a successful album, and which was how uh, Brendan had heard of me. And I had recorded and demoed some of the songs for Brendan. Fast forward, um, when the song got through, Brendan asked me, and, I, and I, I thought about it, and I did think about it. And at that time I said, you know where I was going in my own my own trajectory was looking good, and I was on my way over to to, to pop in. I think it was in the Imran building, um, and I said I've got to pop in and tell Brendan that I've decided not to do it. I walked in, and it's a funny thing because he did exactly the same thing to me today when I walked, <laughs> when I walked into the radio centre. He kind of stood as you can see. He's a big guy. He's like the Kigara, and big, like a like a like a bear with a smile, and his, his arms were out like this. I that's know, the best I know one you can't, yet, Paul. But that's your, that's your thing, and and uh, and and he just looked at me smiling. He said, "Well," and I said. Oh sure, why not? Let's go. <laughs> so that's that was that was the end of my resolve, and and and, and the rest is history. As you said, thirty years uh, later, um, it's the song sounds every bit as good. It's uh, in fact, it's becoming more popular. I, I'm sure you you find mm-hmm. that Charlie as mm-hmm. well. It's, no, it's becoming hugely popular. And Charlie, did you know from the get go 
did you spot it was going to do well, that it was a great song? Well, I'd actually lived with the song for about three years before it actually qualified for the Eurovision because Brendan used to play it to me. I remember I did a, a demo of it as well and it, did. I did it in a kind of a Don Williams version of it and it didn't work. Uh, but that's the great thing about Brendan, he perseveres. Imagine that song mm. was rejected twice before it was accepted for the Eurovision. I couldn't actually believe it when he asked me to sing it with Paul because the version I heard, he, he, I was one of the first people to hear Paul's version of it. And it was just so melodic, so right, just a piano. And I said, Brendan, don't do anything else with that song because that's all it needs. It's perfect. And then he said, I think it needs something else. <laughs> you know, and I said, what? He says, you. Someone <laughs> to keep an eye on me. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. And it was yeah. just a lovely song to be involved with. And to this day, we sing it. And we literally stop singing and the audience sing it Take word it for word. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, a very, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, Brendan, of course, just two years later, you were back at Eurovision with Emer Quinn and The Voice. And Emer has joined us today with another song of yours. What song have you chosen today for her? Well, the song Emer's going to sing today is called Krukon Naboshta. And it's a song about a Killeen, which is an unmarked children's graveyard in the Mamtrasna Mountains near where I live. And uh, I used to go there and just sit on a rock and let the place speak to me. That song came out of there. It's based around an ancient traditional uh, melody to which I took the liberty of adding chorus uh, uh, melody. It uh, has led to stories being written about the place and it was finally consecrated secretly back in 1996 by the local priest. So that was something good that came out of it. Beautiful. And Emer's going to sing this for us now. Emer, you're going to sing Krukon Naboshta. That was beautiful, Emer, singing your song, Krukon Nabosh to Brendan. Um, you also have invited today longtime collaborators with you. You mentioned her earlier, Cathy Jordan from Dervish and Fergal Murray on the piano. We're going to hear from them in a while about why they keep coming back to work with you, Brendan. But tell me first about this song that Cathy's going to perform. It's a winter blessing. It's a winter blessing. Uh, this won't be in the, the National Concert Hall programme, but another song called uh, Waltzing Alone. But they're both part of an album that Fergal and Cathy have made of all of my songs. It's called Storybook, the songs of Brendan Graham. And that's due out this coming week. So A Winter Blessing was the first single and delighted to say that it uh, over the last week it was the most played song on RT Radio 1, which surprised us and delighted us all. Great. And it's about winter, about its harshness, but also the blessings it brings by bringing people home, particularly for Christmas. Let's listen to that now. Thank you. 
Deep is the darkness that falls down on me. Long is the long night till morning will be. That was Kathy Jordan. That was really beautiful, Brendan. Accompanied, of course, there, Kathy by Fergal Murray on piano and Dennis Carey on accordion called A Winter Blessing. We're going to be back with Sean Kane right after this break. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1. Once upon a time, there was a charity that made books written by children for children. They sent their books all over Ireland and they saved up to 45 euro on every pack of stamps they bought. But it wasn't magic. It was their OnPost Commerce Advantage card. It gives charities like Kids Own Publishing Partnership great discounts on their sending. Get your Advantage card at onpost.com slash advantage card to save on every stamp you stick and every parcel you send. OnPost Commerce. A world closer. T's and C's apply. It's not just electric, it's a Mercedes. The Mercedes-Benz All-Electric EQE, where luxury is reimagined for a sustainable world. Where timeless design satisfies your desire for better. Where reducing emissions is exciting. The All-Electric EQE, with an electric range of up to 631 kilometres, the EQE has intelligent driving systems that improve energy efficiency, giving you our most comfortable driving experience possible. The All-Electric EQE, crafted by Mercedes-Benz. RTE Radio 1 Your prayers have been answered Sister Act, the hilarious hit comedy musical is back in Borgosh Energy Theatre for a strictly limited run starring Gavin and Stacey star Ruth Jones as Mother Superior and Landy Oshinao as Dolores and featuring original music by Alan Menken Sister Act at Borgosh Energy Theatre from February 13th to 24th Tickets available now Entertainment updates on RTE Radio 1 Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1 sponsored by Super Value Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Welcome back. We're here this morning celebrating the work of one of Ireland's best known and best loved songwriters, Brendan Graham. Here now is another iconic song written by Brendan and an iconic voice in the person of Sean Kane. This is I Love Hope, I Love Tears. On the first day of January 1892 They opened the silent And they let the people through Oh, that's stunning. Sean Kane there with your song, Brendan, I Love Hope. Isle of Tears. Tell me about that song first and what it means to you, Sean. Well, that means an awful lot to me, that particular song, and I think it does to most people who, he- who hear it. Every night I go out and play concerts, I always have to include that song. And uh, towards the end of the concert, however many of the audience are left at that stage, <laughs> I also invite them to sing along with the chorus. But the minute I begin to say to introduce the song, it changes the energy in the room. There's a definite 
energy change because people who know it begin to applaud in anticipation that it's going to be done. And I think the way that the song mingles with the, with the emotions of the people in the audience, it has an amazing effect. And it's only when you, you see it, other people react to it that you can see the power in the song itself. I just love the song. And every time I sing it, I have a different journey. Like sometimes I go with Annie Moore through Ellis Island itself and even stand in the queue or watch the people beside her. And every time is a different story in my imagination as I sing the song. So it means that I will never, ever get tired singing it. It's just a wonderful piece of work. And so thankful I am that that man put pen to paper and I ended up singing the song. It's just a joy. And it's lovely to hear that. And actually, like everyone else here today, you've become a friend of Brendan's, haven't you, Sean? I mean, do you understand his songwriting process now? What's he like to work with? Be honest now. I don't know if he understands his songwriting process. Not to mind asking right. me about that question. It's, uh, it is. I think we're, we're friends. He sends me songs all the time. It's a pleasure to be in the man's company. And Cathy uh, is the first demo that I heard of Isle of Hope, Isle of Tears. We were talking about it the other day, Brendan. And we were both trying to fathom out, how did I end up singing the song? He said, did I play it for you? And I said, I can't remember that. But I said, I do remember Cathy's demo. And she made a cracking job of it. But again, it was just a song that I, I had to sing. It's the, it's the power of the song and the lyric. And of course, Cathy Jordan, I think you've been working the longest with him. He has huge respect and affection for you. You and Fergal beside you there, you're often the first to try out his songs, to record them. Can you explain the magic? Well, it's it's been a pleasure. It's 30 years now since I've uh, known Brendan. And uh, as he, he told you, I demoed some of the first pieces way back then to accompany his book, The Whitest Flower. And some of them needed a good piano player. And I only knew one at the <laughs> time. And luckily, that was Fergal Murray. And uh, we became great collaborators with Brendan over the years. I mean, he's uh, he's a tough taskmaster. He knows exactly what he wants and uh, <laughs> and how to get it. He has the dreaded red pen in his hand all the time, and uh, you know, circling. You know, you didn't emphasise that particular word quite right, or you know, and the value of every word in the line. I mean, it's 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 been a masterclass down through the years, and not only how to sing a song to give it the most. Um, uh, passion and and meaning, but also in the songwriting process. You know, when I you know feel like giving up on something and throw it in the bin, like like um, uh, Paul was saying, you are in Charlie. You persevere and go that extra mile. Oh, yeah. But whether I can go as many miles extra as Brendan can go, that remains to be seen. And Fergal there beside you, let the listeners maybe into the process a little bit. I mean, how does it all work? Does Brendan come to you both, for instance, with a rough draft? And do you work on melodies? Or does he just have it all in his head start to finish? Well, I think uh, the magic happens at the, at the half door, Brendan, where he writes the song and it's all done by the time he comes to the studio with basically the fully formed song. Sometimes he plays the demos with himself on piano, which is nice and basic. And he, in the key of C, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, hang on there a second. Irving Berlin wrote everything in the key of C. So. <laughs> Ooh, which is okay. a lovely easy key to begin with. And uh, the lesson I've learned is that Brendan just comes and goes, let the song speak and strip back the music, let it happen that way. And that, it just happens. Well, that's the brilliant thing about working with Fergal and Cathy. We kind of understand each other. There's mm -hmm. a lot that doesn't have to be spoken between us. 
and they get the sense of the song. My whole thing is let the song speak. You don't need if it's not working with piano and voice, then you can put ninety nine trombones on it and it won't work. And they're brilliant at approaching the work that way. And actually, Cathy, oh, there is a great generosity in him. You know, when he speaks about the music, it's always about you guys. You know, you, Cathy, you, Fergal, you, Sean, about the artist, the songs, not about himself. Do you think that's what draws people to him? Well, you know, I, I hate to praise him when he's only standing a couple of minutes. But he's just genuinely a very nice man and he puts so much work and effort and and warmth and passion into the songs. It, you can't but relate to them and um, deliver on, on all that raw material and all the work that has gone in. Now it's time for another song. We're going to listen now to Roisin O'Reilly singing Stay. There's a light in my window Oh, it's burning for you Like the light in my window I am burning too Another fabulous song, Brendan, and you, Roisin, beautiful singing. Roisin O'Reilly there singing Brendan's song, Stay. We're going to take a break. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1. Join us for two nights of traditional music, both classic and new, from Janissian to Yankari, Ralph McTell to Toshin, Stockton's Wing to Strange Boy, on Monday and Tuesday at Dublin Castle and on RTE Radio 1 at 7pm. Details from tradfest.com. Hi everybody, it's Ryan Tuberty here and you can now read my weekly diary only in the Irish Mail on Sunday. I'll be telling you all about the places I go, the people I meet, the things I get up to. It's all about 2024. It's going to be an exciting year and I cannot wait to tell you all about it in my new column. So do join me, Ryan Tuberty, on my new adventure, only in the Irish Mail on Sunday. It's not just electric, it's a Mercedes. The Mercedes-Benz All-Electric EQE, where luxury is reimagined for a sustainable world. Where timeless design satisfies your desire for better. Where reducing emissions is exciting. The All-Electric EQE, with an electric range of up to 631 kilometres, the EQE has intelligent driving systems that improve energy efficiency, giving you our most comfortable driving experience possible. The All-Electric EQE, crafted by Mercedes-Benz. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1 sponsored by Supervalue Insurance for car, home and travel insurance that ticks all the boxes. Now that's sound. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Welcome back. I'm here in Studio A today with songwriter Brendan Graham and a really talented bunch of musicians and singers who are all going to be performing with Brendan and with the National Symphony Orchestra on January the 20th and 21st next weekend. You're now joined by two more incredibly talented singers, Roshan O'Reilly and Emer Quinn. Welcome to you both. I know you both spend some time in Anuna and you've both recorded several songs by Brendan over the years. Roshan, you work closely with him, don't you, as a singer? What does he mean to you as a songwriter? Brendan's a fantastic songwriter. And um, over the last four years, we have um, collaborated uh, on a good few songs we've written together, which has been a fantastic experience. I've learned a lot from Brendan, both in the writing of 
songs and also the music business itself. And of course, Eam, our other singers here today, they've spoken about individualist songs, I suppose, that Brendan brought to them. What does the voice still mean to you? Obviously, you won the Eurovision with it. Absolutely. Well, the voice to me is it's a gift of a song. It means so much because it has brought me so much in my life. It's brought me my husband, which I met <laughs> through through and, and my two beautiful children. It's brought me my friendship with Brendan, which is a very, very precious thing to me in my life. And it's brought me a, a wonderful career. It's a blessing. And of course, one thing I've noticed today, and I've been lucky enough to interview you before, Brendan, is you don't just have a songwriting relationship with these singers. Emer, it's like you're almost a family. Yeah, so. without a doubt. I mean... Yeah, I don't know, Brendan, would you consider me one of your surrogate daughters? I'm, I'm putting myself in there I with the gang. I have enough already. <laughs> I was just going to say, as if you need another one of those. <laughs> He's a great gang of girls. And both of you, Roisin and Emer, I mean, how do you view him, I suppose, as a collaborator and as a mentor in terms of your work? Incredibly inspirational, to be honest, because, you know, when you fall into the world of songwriting, um, as an artist and you think, OK, well, these things just drop from the sky somehow. And very rarely they do. And that's really magical. But mostly it's shocking hard work. And Brendan is just so hard working. And he says, you just have to turn up every day and do the work. So I've learned a tremendous work ethic and a dedication to the craft from Brendan. And I suppose, Roisin, you notice also in Brennan's work, it's the range. It's kind of remarkable, the range, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, I mean, when you're singing a song like uh, The Fair-Haired Boy, uh, you, it's so Irish and you're in that place. And then there's the, the songs like uh, Stay. Uh, that song is, is um, really a torch song, mm. Unrequited Love. And it's from a woman's perspective as well. Brendan's fantastic at, uh, he can write from a female or a male perspective equally well. And uh, equally um, with some another song, The Things You Are To Me, um, with the you in it, I've noticed, you know, when I'm singing it, the you can be, you can be anybody. It can be male, female, it can be a love, but it can also be spiritual. And as Emer said, it's inspirational to work with him because uh, you're not aware until, you know, afterwards that, that you've, all of these things have happened in the space, you know, of writing a song. Now, Brandon, I can't let you go today without speaking about You Raise Me Up 20 Years billions of views, over a thousand versions. It really is. It's it's an extraordinary achievement. Do you remember signing off on it? I mean, did you think, yeah, this one is going to do quite well for me? Sure. We think that about all the songs. You know, you have to be an optimist, you know, writing songs because you don't know. Once you write them, it, they're out of your control and they just take off wherever they will. That's if they take off anywhere and lots of them do not. So, yes, I remember uh, the night at about half twelve at night when I had uh, written... It was a melody that Rolf Loveland had written, Rolf and mm. Secret Garden. I'm normally a slow writer, but I got the kind of title, uh, You Raise Me Up, and the chorus fairly quickly that same day that I heard it. And I always start with the chorus because then the verse has somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And I rang them and said, will you come over and listen to it? So at about 12, half 12 at night, I was warbling away to uh, Fanula's uh, violin playing in a key much too high for me. And we knew we had something, but we didn't know what the something was. And the other thing was, when I had it written, I always go back over songs and say, now, 
will the audience understand this or is there some weakness in it? And I remember I had a different line to the last line of the chorus. I didn't have, you raise me up to more than I can be. And I got that line after I had inverted commas finished. And that has proved to be sort of the killer line or the line that has uh, resonated with most people. Can you remember what it was originally before you changed it? And I'll be some crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> as is often. I mean, you, you want to have a look yeah. at some of my pages and drafts and redrafts and 17 pages of lyrics and so on. Um, but ultimately, uh, I try and get there. It's magnificent. And I know, look, Josh Groban, I think, was the one who brought it to world fame. Is it true, Brendan, he's recording a 20th anniversary version? Yes, he's brought out um, the album that uh, You Raise Me Up was on was an album called Closer. And You Raise Me Up was the single and a big hit. And his Closer album, I think, sold over six million. So this is the 20th anniversary of, or just at the end of last year. So he's brought out Closer, a special anniversary. And what he's done, and I'm thrilled, he's put on the original recorded version of You Raise Me Up, where he only did the first verse and loads of choruses. He has also put on this album the second verse as I had written it. So on his Closer anniversary album, there's two versions of You Raise Me Up and like... Wow. How often does that happen? And we have the wonderful Anthony Kearns here singing it for us today. He sang it for the Pope, I know. And I know the song, it's got so many different meanings for so many different people. Do you see it, Brendan, as the person who wrote the lyrics? Do you see it as a spiritual song? Well, I, I purposely left, without being sort of smart about it, uh, I left the you as ambiguous so that it could be to another person, parent, hmm. lover, child, uh, somebody who has achieved something uh, worldwide, uh, athletically or otherwise. But it's all, there is also a spiritual dimension to the song. So the you can be the divine. So basically it's just a signpost for wherever people want to go with it. And uh, I've never sort of defined the you except to explain it in that way. And probably myself when I was writing it, I didn't know because one of the wonderful things about writing is that you write stuff and then you come back the next day and you look at it and you say, is that me? I wouldn't say that. So there's this sort of element of being a conduit hmm. uh, if you're open to it. Oh, it's majestic. And Anthony's going to sing it for us in a moment. It's been a privilege to talk to you today, Brendan, Thank in the company of so many of your friends and collaborators. Yeah. You're a brilliant songwriter. I want to give our listeners details of your concerts, the big ones coming up next weekend. Well, they're in the National Concert Hall on Saturday, January the 20th and Sunday, January the 21st. David Brophy's going to conduct the National Symphony Orchestra and the Dublin Gospel Choir will be there too. Along with all of my guests this morning, of course, including you, Brendan, Emer Quinn, Kathy Jordan, Sean Kane, Roisin O'Reilly, Anthony Kearns, Paul Harrington, Charlie McGettigan, Fergal Murray, Dennis Carey and Camille O'Sullivan. And could I add in one more? Yeah. Because I only got, got hold of her in the last uh, week or two. Nono Medolo, who sang with us before. Nono was supposed to be going to South Africa to a wedding and she's put off her flight so she can be with us in the concert hall. And she'll be on the Fair Fair Land and she'll also sing part of You Raise Me Up with Anthony. And I'm thrilled that, that we managed to get her. 
That's great. And of course, all tickets can be got on nch.ie. That's all we've got time for today. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks to all the guests. Remember, you can find information on our show, rt.ie forward slash Miriam, or listen back in the RT radio app. Today's programme was produced by Deirdre Neeline. Elaine Conlon was our broadcast coordinator. And Kieran Cullen and Liam Mullen were our brilliant sound engineers. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll be here at the same time next Sunday. Until then, stay listening for Brendan. And this is Anthony Kearns with You Raise Me Up. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Sunday with Miriam. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.